Start with what you know, start with food that you enjoy and seeing what like you can add. Oftentimes I hear nutrition or health is about what you can't do. I can't enjoy my favorite foods. I can't go out to eat with my friends. I can't enjoy my life. I can't eat with my kids. If you are staying in that mindset of you can't, then you can't. This podcast is called The Girl Who Can. So start to reframe your mind to thinking about what you can do. You can add in more water. You can add in a higher protein option. Hi, and welcome to The Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I am sitting here wrapped up in a big blanket as I record this podcast. It's one of those seasons where it's like super cold in the morning and then it's 90 degrees once it hits noon and then it gets super cold in the afternoon, evening time. So I just don't even know how to dress. Yeah, I'm sitting here wrapped up in a blanket like it is negative degrees outside. But I also am somebody that just gets cold really easily. So might be a personal problem. But anyways, I digress. Happy you are here. Hope you're having a good week so far. Or if you're listening to this at the end of the week, hope you've had a great successful week and you're ready to tackle the weekend. And if you haven't, it's okay. Things happen. Life, we roll with the punches. Things are never perfect, but you are still the girl who can with who you already are right now to tackle your goals. Yeah. Hope everybody is doing great. If you are a new listener, welcome. Let's be friends. Happy you're here. Happy you showed up. I'm here to be your sister friend just to talk about life, talk through things and know that things are imperfect, but you are still somebody who can do hard things and can show up for yourself. That's obviously why you're here. Obviously why you are listening to this because there is some somewhere deep inside you where you know that you can do the things that you want. There is just this burning passion that like, you know, that there's more of out there to experience. And that all comes with who you already are right now. Like you have the ability with who you already are. And I'm just here to remind you that you can. (laughs) And so if you are a returning friend, welcome back. I love you. Happy to have you as always. And yeah, let's get right into it. So I have mentioned this on other podcasts, or if you are new around here, I don't just do podcasting. I love it. It's kind of like a side thing for me, but 
Um, I am a dietitian. I'm a registered dietitian. So a little bit about me. I have always wanted to do something in the food space ever since I was probably a teenager. Uh, my parents would take my sister and I on road trips just like across states. And I just got really interested in food and trying different foods across cultures and just got super fascinated with how food really connected everybody, right? Like that is something we all pretty much have in common. We eat on a day-to-day basis and we have to do that in order to survive. And so I just got really interested in it. And somebody I think in high school had told me, you should be a dietitian. And I was like, what the heck is that? I've never heard that word in my entire life. So I Googled it and I was like, okay, I could do this. This sounds like right up my alley. And throughout high school, when I entered college, I, I declared that as my major, dietetics, nutrition. And I started to get into my, um, like specific classes for that with dietetics and, I loved it. I loved doing the homework and I was such like a science freak. I I had fun actually taking my organic chemistry final. I don't know if the same would ring true today, but I I had really, yeah, I had a good time um, just taking my classes throughout college, just like the physiology and nutrition and microbiology and how all of that just really affected our bodies. And I knew I was in the right field to continue to pursue that. So I did an internship back in California to get my, or sit for my exam to do, to be a registered dietitian. And here I am a registered dietitian. So I currently coach people, um, individuals to live a healthier life with who they already are right now. And I am a non-diet dietitian where I am not going to tell you to eat chicken, rice, and veggies every single day of your life or the food pyramid. Like all of that is so outdated and just not realistic and not individualized, not personal. Like anybody can tell you, yes, you need to eat more veggies and you need to drink more water and get more sleep. Like we're not dumb you guys, like we, and I know that about my clients, like we are all fed so much information, uh, on a day to day on the internet from our friends, you know, even when we're walking in the grocery store, everything is now like keto, whatever, and many other names that I just can't keep up with on a day to day basis now. So, um, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not a fan, um, of all those diets, I tell my clients the best diet is one that you can keep. And that's that, you know, one where you don't have to cook separately for you and your significant other, you and your kids, or feel like you have to meal prep all your meals, um, you know, seven days of the week. Like that is exhausting. That's exhausting. And that's, you're not meant to live life that way. And everybody is built not built the same, you know, my, the the advice that you see online doesn't ask if you are a mother of three kids or you are working two jobs or you are in college and you are also working another job as along with being a full-time student. And so 
yeah, you got to give yourself grace to make sure that you are setting health goals appropriately. And first, that just starts with asking for help. So somebody like a dietitian, you know, um, it all starts with, yeah, reaching out for help and getting a professional in your corner who you connect with and can relate to you on your goals. So that's what I do. I'm a dietitian. I love it. So this podcast is going to be a step into my world of health. And I want to bring this up and I I know it's important, obviously, because it's my life, but I want you to be able to live to your full potential and know that you can do hard things. And I don't say that in a way of necessarily working harder all the time or health is meant to be something that's hard and we have to have that approach around it. But in order to wake up and have the drive to do those hard things, and I'm talking outside of health of just goals you want to accomplish or um, work, be productive, have energy. Guys, you have to take care of yourself. You have to put yourself in a position to have energy. It is a necessity for your well-being. It is essential for your life because I have experienced it for myself. Obviously, I wouldn't be, you know, teaching this to other people if I didn't practice what I preach. And at this point, I have coached and um, supported hundreds at this point. So just throwing that out there in terms of like my credibility of I have seen transformations and I have been connected with so many different people at different points in their life to help them accomplish their health goals. And I've not only seen in others, but like I said, myself. And the one of the biggest reasons why I started this podcast just in general was because I saw how health and nutrition is a vulnerable subject. Like you really are stepping into somebody's life where I, you know, I can easily or anybody can easily tell you, like I said, to eat more vegetables or have more water. But what really it comes down to is your routines, your mentality around it, your consistency, your mentality towards your own health as an important aspect of your life. And so really coming down to the core of asking yourself the question, are you ready for change? Are you open to change? Are you open to feedback? Are you open to getting help? Are you open to stay flexible on your goals? Um, so really that's what I want to dive into, into this episode, uh, around health, because I can easily sit here and give you tools on what to do, right? Like that's all something I think in regards to nutrition and health we want. We want to be told what to eat, when to eat. You know, we get so like nitty gritty of like, oh, we can, I can't have corn, but I can have broccoli. So nitty gritty. And yes, nutrition is very individual. And in some cases that can be, it needs to be specific and individual. Um, But I'm not here to do that uh, today. You know, I'm not here to tell you the science behind certain things, but I wanted to focus on not what to do, but how you go about this. Because I find that this is often the missed step 
Um, you might go to nutritionists and they tell you what to do, right? Which is what you think you want to hear. And it often is what you want to hear. You want to be told what to do, but, um, you know, someone can easily give you a meal plan, but it's not individualized to you or there's no education around how to go about this when you get a bump in the road or things get stressful at work and then you stop following the meal plan and then you feel like a failure and you feel guilty and you feel like nutrition is just too hard and you feel like um, change is too hard and then we get in this cycle of never accomplishing the goal. Um, I see that way too often so we're going to talk about how you approach your health, how you get yourself in the right mindset to be ready for change. And be honest with yourself, guys. I mean, some of you might not be ready. I want you to know that you can be ready. But if there are emotional, mental things that, um, you know, might be taking more precedence right now, like that's okay. And I encourage you to really work on those things, work on your self-talk, work on your mentality of how you even view yourself, which are deeper, ruder things that, you know, might require additional support from seeking out therapy. Like I said, nutrition is very vulnerable. And so a lot of times um, I see, I do see clients who see myself and see a therapist, um, you know, it is something that can be very helpful together. And so a lot of times I hear, well, how do I stay consistent? You got to put one foot in front of the other each day and really focus on, okay, the journey, the path, and how can I contribute 1% to my goals today? Because a lot of times we think it needs to be overnight. Even if we tell ourselves it's not going to be overnight, like I know it's a journey, but like actually you really want it to be overnight. And I get that. Like we want, we live in a culture that is all about instant gratification and we want to see change. But think about what led you to the point that you're currently at where you do want to change. You know, that probably happened over a course of years. And so it is not going to be an overnight process. Maybe it's months, maybe it is years. And I see clients very often where they ask me frequently, Arissa, when am I going to see a change? When am I going to see a change? Following week, when am I going to see a change? Like the question remains and they want like a specific date when they're going to see change. I don't even wish I could answer that question because if I could, then I would be feeding into a perfection mindset. It is important to really get over the fact that your journey isn't going to be perfect. And if we start a health journey thinking that it is, that's when it is really, really easy to give up, to quit. And you quit when things get tough, when there's stressors in life, there's an obstacle, but it's more so if you shift your mindset um, to focus on the process 
the day-to-day life of what you can do in that moment, even though that day might not be perfect, um, you begin to enjoy the process a little bit differently. And I say enjoy because you remain flexible. You remain engaged into the the process versus just so so focusing on the end goal. Yes, it's important to make goals and we'll talk about that in a second. But the goal can stay there, but you got to say, okay, what am I going to do today? Get nitty gritty with it. What am I going to do today in order to, for me to get there? And like I said, it could be months, it could be it could be weeks, it could be months, it could be years, depending on what your goal is um, and depending on where your mindset is. And I'm not saying just ignore things that might be frustrating. I get it where there are things like gut health, uh, painful bloating, nausea, digestive is- issues that are frustrating. And I'm not saying like, yeah, just enjoy the process with that and know it's gonna not going to be like an overnight um, thing there may be things in your life where you need to get checked out by your healthcare provider. And I encourage you to, um, but I encourage you to also give yourself grace and knowing that there you are going to slip up. Like that is, you're human, you're normal. Maybe you're following some accounts online that constantly show wins or weight loss journeys, but you would you didn't see what that person was doing on a day-to-day basis of when they maybe got some bad news on the phone or they are working two jobs and they have they have to move their workout or they can only get in a walk versus going to the gym. Like we don't see like the day-to-day walk from a win like that. Um, so try and when you're going through a health journey, try your best. I know it's hard, but Um, to not compare your journey to somebody else's. And if that means you got to stay off social media and really just put your head down and focus on what you're doing, where your feet are, be where your feet are, then so be it. Put those boundaries in place. But I encourage you also when you are focusing on your health to not overcomplicate it. I don't expect you to feel like you need to be a personal chef or you need to know everything about nutrition, but we often approach the a health journey with such intimidation. And I empathize with that because there is a lot of information out there and we hear he said, she said, my friend, my doctor said this and don't do this and yes, do this. And it gets confusing. It gets so overwhelming. So that's why, again, I encourage you to seek out a um, professional like a dietitian to help walk you through it. So, because we can get so emotionally like wrapped up in these things of feeling like I don't even know where to start and you're not expected to. That's why there are people like me out there and other dietitians who love, you know, educating and walking alongside you. So just please, please don't overcomplicate it. Start with what you know, start with food that you enjoy and seeing what like you can add. Oftentimes I hear nutrition or health is about what you can't do. I can't enjoy my favorite foods. I can't go out to eat with my friends. I can't enjoy my life. I can't eat with my kids. 
if you are staying in that mindset of you can't, then you can't. This podcast is called The Girl Who Can. So start to reframe your mind of thinking about what you can do. You can add in more water. You can add in a higher protein option. Um, You can get in a hundred steps between clients, whatever it might be, start with what you can add, what you can do and what is doable. And it starts with the courage, the courage just to start. And so if you are thinking about starting a health journey, or that is something you are, has been on your mind, or maybe you've started and you haven't been able to stick to it, or you started and you stopped, you started and you stopped. It starts with the courage to start, but it, takes courage to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And I also wanted to talk about just how to set goals around health, how to approach this. And first, I mean, start small, start small. And that can be really, really hard to do, especially when you're so eager to want to see change fast. But as I just mentioned, giving yourself the patience, the grace to know it's not going to be overnight. If there were a magic pill, I would be out of a job, right? Like, I mean, there is no magic pill. There is no fat loss stimulant that you see on TV or fat burner pill. Like guys, stop wasting your money. Seriously. It's all of that is, is junk. Thinking about setting goals. I encourage you, like I said, to start small And I like to put it this way. Don't try and run a marathon when you don't even practice. You don't even go on walks. A lot of times we think we got to put so much intensity and we got to go like full out a hundred and million percent. And if we're not doing that, like we're failing. And I heard this analogy, I forgot where, but I thought it was just a great visual of what I'm talking about. So let's just say you are watering your plants and you are using a hose to water your plant. Um, Let's just say the water starts to become less, like it's just trickling out, like it's not really watering your plants. And so just basically the pressure has changed. And so it's, there's not that much water coming out. And often we might think, oh, I just got to turn up the water from the the spout, whatever you call it. I got to turn up the water so then there's more pressure coming out. But we might actually be overlooking the fact that there is a knot in the hose. And that's what's preventing or causing the light water pressure versus, you know, a bunch of water to come out and water the plants. So we often think we got to crank up the intensity, turn up the water and when really there are foundations in the hose that need fixing and applying this to your life and your health, it's a, it works the same way. Often we think we have to do more cardio. We have to get less sleep in order to wake up at 5 a.m. to get a workout in. We got to go on more runs when we don't see the scale change a pound that week. We got to do more hit classes. We got to do X, Y, and Z in order to feel successful or in order to get the results that we want. Um, it's not that it doesn't, it doesn't need to be that way. And that's actually 
counterintuitive to your goals because if you are causing more stress on your body, you're not enjoying the process and most likely you're not gonna have a good relationship with your health to then have this be sustainable. You're just gonna think it's a punishment, you're gonna hate doing it and it you're not gonna do it for very long. So then you're gonna stop after two weeks because you've deemed it to be, quote, too hard. And so really trying to enjoy the process, fix foundations in your health, whether that's getting a little bit more sleep. Maybe that means um, instead of working out five days a week, you get in three days a week and you prioritize sleep on the other days because sleep is really beneficial for fat loss, for energy, for your metabolism, for muscle recovery. Um, And we don't think about those things. We often just think we have to do more. Um, And also thinking about uh, starting with one thing. And I encourage you to that one thing to be what you have control over. A lot of times, a lot of people try to go with what they don't have control over. An example of this is somebody trying to change their breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they feel like they have to meal prep all those things or be in just complete control over it. And I like to start with what meal do you have the most control over? Is it breakfast? Um, Do you have the most control over that versus like influences at dinner time um, with your parents? Or maybe you're not the one cooking for yourself. Um, maybe lunch, you're, you're influenced by coworkers. And yes, those are things to work on, but start with what you have control over. So then you can feel successful and that successful feeling will result in a positive self-talk, will result in positive um, change talk and affirmations towards yourself. So then on a day-to-day basis, you know like, hey, I was able to do this today, I'm able to do this tomorrow. And hopefully that successful moment will trickle out into your other meals. So it really is this momentum building versus that disappointment, guilt, shame, feeling like you can't change because you tried to change all three and change your entire pantry and try to change your gut health at the same time and try to do exercise at the same time. Like don't try and run a marathon when you haven't been showing up to practice. Take it 1% a day and that 1% will compound into a thousand percent. It really comes down to the routine. And I want to bring up the fact that There are things in this world that you cannot control. There are circumstances that you cannot control. Going back to that example of like, maybe you're living with your parents or um, you're out on vacation or you're living with somebody else and they're the ones cooking for you. I mean, mean, there's so many different things. So there are circumstances you can't control. But what matters is your attitude. Your attitude matters and how you approach that circumstance. And I encourage you to also feel your feelings around that circumstance. If, um, Because if you don't, if you don't end up acknowledging that feeling, pinpointing that feeling of whatever it is, we can end up eating a lot, Facebooking a lot, drinking a lot, like we deflect when we don't feel our feelings. But know that your thoughts create your feelings. And if you think about it, a lot of your feelings 
you can change. You can change what you're thinking. And that's why I say like your thoughts create your feelings. And that's why we can change your feelings because you can change what you're thinking. Um, Think about it this way. So let's just say uh, your circumstance. Um, Every, the circumstance, everything out there in the world really means nothing until you have a thought about it. Your thoughts become feelings. Your feelings lead to your actions and your actions lead to the results that you're seeing. So if you're not getting the results that you want in regards to a health journey, you aren't taking the right action. And if you're not taking the right action, it's because you're not having the right feelings. And your feelings came from your thoughts, which are the thoughts in regards to your circumstances. So let's just put this into like an actual scenario so we can talk through it. Let's just say you are going out to eat every day of the week for lunch. And where does that go in kind of like the thoughts, actions, feelings? That's an action. Going out to eat is an action. The action is something that you're doing. The action is something that you can control. Nobody is forcing you to drive to the whatever restaurant, like you are in control of your actions. But thinking about the circumstance, again, um, you can't control that maybe you only have 30 minutes for lunch. And so that's a circumstance. Like you can't change it. You can't change maybe your work day. You only have 30 minutes. Um, But the thought that comes from that circumstance might be, oh, 30 minutes is too short. I just need something quick. So I'm just going to skip lunch. Like that's too short. Or maybe you feel like, oh, that's too short of time. I feel so pressed for time. I'm just going to go eat out and get some fast food. Um, But that's the thought leading to the action of going to eat out. But let's change it. Let's change the thought around the circumstance. The thought can be, okay, so I have 30 minutes for lunch. That's not that much time but I want to be able to enjoy my lunch in that 30 minutes instead of feeling rushed. So your action, that's your thought. Your action is you bring your lunch to work because you actually want to enjoy it instead of feeling rushed. So then the action leads to the result, which is that you are in control of your food and it leads to the results of maybe losing weight or increased health, increased energy, because you're fueling your body with foods that you are in control of. You can also take this um, and work backwards. So taking, instead of going from the circumstances, plug in from the results. Put, I want, this is just an example, but like, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds. So you plug that into the results, work backwards. Okay, what are the actions? I need to achieve that. And list one, again, going back to setting small goals, realistic goals, um, the action is you are going to go on a walk. The feeling is that the walk is energizing. The thoughts are the walk will keep you healthy and that it's not too hard or it's a punishment. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense because let's just say the thought was, oh, exercising is 
something I have to do or I hate working out or I have to work out because I ate this treat last night. And so the thought is negative and the feeling is negative, which leads to, yes, the action, but the results don't match up because the thoughts are negative and you're not going to live your life, you know, in a negative state. We, you don't respond well to that. So the results are kind of, they don't follow through. And so it's important to understand this model as you go forward and how you want to see the results that you want. A lot of times I hear common things like, I don't have time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the support. Uh, I don't have the right influences about around me. And I encourage you to listen to my past episode on boundaries because there might be some helpful information in there if you feel like there is not people around you who do support you in your health journey. Um, or maybe it's hard for you to say no, hard for you to say yes. Maybe you say yes too much. And so I encourage you to scroll back down and listen to the episode on boundaries. I think that can be very helpful for you. Um, But also take inventory of your distractions. You know, tomorrow, today, write down what you're doing hour by hour. I know it sounds tedious, but like, are you scrolling? Are you binging on Netflix? You know, when we think about like common, those common excuses of like, I don't have time and I get it. There are real circumstances where maybe you are juggling kids and multiple jobs, um, but also see where even in, in your day, distractions can lie. And this comes down to also motivation versus determination. I know I've talked about this before, but like nobody has motivation on a day-to-day basis. Like I don't wake up just like always motivated to go to the gym. Like that's just not reality. It's not at all. And so really going into your health goals to view it as, you know, what is your determination fueled by? Your determination is fueled by your why. And your why is rooted in your values. So literally homework for you guys, take out a piece of paper and write down what some of your values are. Is it family? Is it loyalty? Is it honesty? Is it kindness? And if you have to Google list of values, please do so. I mean, I don't expect you to just like know what your values are like at the top of your head, like actually be intentional and like seek out like what are values? What do I value? And because a lot of times like we don't ask ourselves these things and nor do we even write them down and go that far. But if you view your health to be important to you, you will take the action steps in order to prioritize it. And if you don't truly ask yourself, like, do you want it that hard? And I get it, it. There's more to that. Like there's individual and their circumstances to factor in, but really it goes back to like, are you ready to make a change? Are you open to change? Are you open to feedback Um, and stay honest with yourself? And so going back to the values thing, let's just say, um, example, let's just say kindness is a value of yours. And so attach your health goal to that value, treating your body with kindness of what you're saying to yourself, what you're fueling it with, Um, or maybe honesty is a value of yours 
And so attach your health goal to it. You want to be honest with your choices that you've been making, honest with how you're going to shift your time to focus on you, honest with what you're fueling your body with, honest with your hunger cues and take time to learn about those things. Um, You know, this really isn't an all or nothing approach. Know that success isn't all upward. It's not a linear approach. It's often like, up and down, up and down, but learning how to roll with the resistance by holding on to your why and why this is important to you, why you have listened to this entire episode up to this point, because clearly there is something inside of you that wants to learn more about this. And going back to the podcast name, you know, you are the girl, you are the woman who can, you are the woman who can fill energized, confident, um, healthy. And I speak about values because a lot of times we think of nutrition or my clients come to me and it's like a, a specific number goal. Like I want to lose 17 pounds. I want to lose 11 pounds. I want to, whatever it might be, fill in the blank. And while yes, I think it's important to be specific on your goals, but a lot of times I like to set additional goals with clients that are outside of physique um, because physique and the way you look is very surface level. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not attached to who you actually are as an individual, what you have experienced, your personality, your values. And a lot of those things fade. Like a lot of those things, yes, look, make you feel great on the outside, but um, the journey, the process that you learn about yourself while, like I say, you know, the, the number on the scale or the physique goals really become a side effect to truly what you learn about yourself in a health journey. Um, it's kind of just like the cherry on top. And so I really encourage you guys to really think about your why, your values, and write them down. And I want to hear, you know, what those things are. Share them with me. Obviously, I do this for a living on a day-to-day, so I want to be here to support you. Um, feel free to connect with me over at the Girl Who Can podcast, Instagram, or at Aris Luhano, my personal Instagram. I want to know who you are. I want to know what your goals are. I want to know what you feel like you can do and share that with me, share them with a friend. And if you feel like you want to start a health journey with a friend, um, share this podcast episode with your friends or screenshot it, post it in your stories on Instagram and say you want to do this and invite other people into your corner. I think that is so important. Um, But that was a little taste into my life. And if you guys have questions, reach out to me over on social media. I love you. I know that you can do these things and I want to see you live your healthiest, energetic, best life with starting with who you already are right now. Like you don't need anything else in order to start a health journey. You can start right now. That is all I have for you guys today. We will chat very soon. Have a good rest of your week. Bye everybody.